Across the Field podcast is brought to you by Stoller Shine Detailing. Contact Logan Stoller at 419-770-1042. TNT Springer Landscaping. Contact Tony Springer at 419-910-0742. And to tie that landscaping all together, put a bow on it, if you will. Sin Rock Engraving. Contact Blake and Tiffany Sin at special guests this evening we're going to rewind and go back 10 year anniversary of the 2013 wayne trace football team that went 13 and 2 as a state runner-up so joining me this evening we got head coach of that team mr bill speller coach how we doing good how are you i'm doing great i'm doing great thanks for joining us and we've also got the quarterback of that team played a little linebacker i think at times it's a little (laughs) when needed (laughs) When needed. Colby Spees is with us. Cheese, how you doing? Good. How are we doing, Beckman? Good, good. All right, guys. Uh, first of all, again, I want to thank you for uh, taking time to join me this evening. Um, we're going to recap a little bit. Um, so I, I really kind of want to start with Colby, your junior year back in 2012, kind of how this thing got started. Um, and I guess where I want to start is, you know, we, we finished – Nine and one that year, Wayne Trace did. Um, the only loss coming to Crestview week three. That was kind of a wild, um, wild game. Two day, two day affair. A, a, a two day event, yeah, with the weather and everything. But coming into that year, what was really, Colby, I'll start with you again. What was the, the expectation here um, coming into your junior year? Obviously, we knew we had a good team. Tenora was probably the, the, king at the time you know trying to knock him off the throne i guess um but what was really the expectation going into your junior year yeah uh, i think just um that's year 717 we just kick ass i mean we had a team and i've talked to, like buddies from then like that year we could have been better than my senior year mm-hmm. um just expectations were so high because i mean we dominated everybody in 717 yeah mm-hmm. we all knew it was seven on seven and then I think one of my favorite high school passes literally was the first drive that year to Gerber. It was a touchdown, and I, and I just thought, like, holy shit, we're going to be good. And it just it just kept the ball rolling. Crestu sucks and going 9-1. And then, yeah, I just knew that summer we were good because we were faster, stronger than everybody we've seen. Yeah, Coach, uh, what was your expectation going into that season? Well, that was the first year that we actually went to the, like, air raid type yeah. red offense. Yeah, we we had uh, 2011. We had a bunch of big hogs on the offensive line, and we had you know big running backs, and you know we were we ran the ball constantly, and uh, we were taking a look in the off season. I remember sitting at a at a uh, coach's clinic, and we're all sitting around the hotel, and we're talking about is it. like you know we don't have those big guys up front anymore, and we really don't have big running backs. We got a lot of slick, fast receivers. 
and we got Colby at quarterback. I said, is it time to, you know, take a, a, a different mentality towards our offense? So we, we did, and we, we put a lot of time and effort into We looked at a lot of teams like Kenton and, and old Fairview stuff and, and talked to a lot of spread teams and, and started to put that in. And my God, I was, I haven't caught away from it since, you know, it's you know, <laughs> 10 years later and I, there's no way I would ever go back to that. eye running back stuff anymore. It was, it's <laughs> the, a lot of fun. The boring stuff. Yeah. The boring stuff. <laughs> you know, so this is, this is, this is, um, so we were, you know, it was, some of it was kind of a question mark, you know, what, what we were really going to do with it. And they just really took off with it. And, you know, that, that uh, Crestview game kind of bit us in the butt. We, uh, like, like Colby said, that, that could have been, honestly, that, that could have been a team that, that won the state championship. You know, it could have been back-to-back state, state appearances. Mm-hmm. And uh, we just happened, you know, also that year, something you don't really think about is, you know, teams on your schedule. We had Paulding go 0-10 and we had Antwerp go 0-10. We had two teams yep. go 0-10, gave yeah. us zero points, and that, that kept us out. Yeah. So, Coach, I want to follow that up. Uh, you know, that was your first year going to the air raid type offense. How hard was that for you um, to kind of swallow the pride and, and figure out what you need to do best for your team, I guess? Oh, I wasn't hard at all. Oh, was that? <laughs> you know, no, no. I don't he think watched so, this all summer. All. You know, I always – I always, <laughs> I think I've always been more of a passing type guy. Yeah. You know, it was just uh, – we we legitimately had the personnel. We had we had five receivers, and we always said that those those first two years in, in 2012 and 2013, we had five receivers that your defense had to legitimately look out and say who is going to guard who because all of those all five of those guys are better athletes than anybody you got on your defense. So it, it was it was fun. You know, I, I had I had no problem going to that at all. All right, follow up for that as as well. How much trust? Uh, did you have in Colby? Because I feel like there's a lot of times where stuff was getting changed as line, and maybe that was you, maybe that was Colby. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Hey, I'm just calling it how I saw it from the stands. So how much um, trust did you have in your quarterback making the right plays? You know, I think the first year, like the first half of the year probably, um, was learning what Colby knew. I knew he was a smart football player. He comes from a football family. Yeah. Um, but, you know, at, at a certain point, you know, he could start to see things on the field and I could let him change more. That 2013 year, man, I, I probably called <laughs> half the plays and he called the other half. In fact, I remember I remember he, he was so mad at me. We were playing Fairview and we didn't play very good that night. And I called a play and I called a play and and he looked over at me. He goes, no, 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 no. Watch this. <laughs> And I, said, a, I swear to God, if this doesn't work, I'm pulling him out. And he was so mad at me. And I and, and I apologized to him after. And and uh, uh, I did, I wasn't going to take him out. There was no way I was going to take him out. I, I, you know, also, it was just me that, talking. That same, that, that same game you told me that you thought about putting Wobbler in. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I wasn't going to do that. <laughs> I know. Oh, trust me. I knew. <laughs> so uh, the, the – the 2013 year, um, he was like having a, an offensive coordinator on the field 
Yeah. It's like having a defensive coordinator on the field. You said at the beginning, you know, Colby played played a little bit of linebacker. He played a lot of linebacker. He played a lot of middle linebacker. And, you know, the point where it got the hardest when he played middle linebacker was uh, in the playoffs because people started going at his legs mm-hmm. trying to get him off the field because uh, he was a hell of a middle linebacker. Um, he, he knew what the offense was going to do before the quarterback knew what he was going to do before the ball was snapped. And that just made it so much easier. And that's what made our defense so great. Yeah. Yeah. I would, uh, I would go say dad would even go to tell you that I probably called 50% of the defense as well. Probably. I bet he would. (laughs) (laughs) He probably wouldn't say that, but he knows it. (laughs) So Colby, what was that like for you having the trust of your coaches uh, to let you kind of ad lib as you went along? No, it was, I mean, it was awesome. Like that was probably, I mean, even everybody knew that like there's trust in me, even the line, the receivers. And like, I think the coaches clearly had trust in me to do it, which was a great feeling. And like, just knowing, I mean, I watched just as much as film as probably any, probably Coach Speller probably watched more than me, but like dad, me and dad did all the defense. So I mean, I'd put it on my Xbox, forward, reverse, forward, reverse. So I knew, like Coach Speller said, like, Scout team week wasn't even fun for the scout team because I'd call their plays out before they even put like ran it, <laughs> and it was. I mean, then I'd go and play scout team. But the offense one, it was awesome because even there, it wasn't just me that had the respect to like change plays. The receivers knew what they were doing too, and if they saw something, they'd tell me. I was able to check for them, so it was it was awesome. I mean, yeah, calling your own plays in high school sometimes mm-hmm. that's pretty cool to tell people. Yeah, the you know the big thing with with being able to call his own plays is uh, the chemistry he had with the receivers too. Yeah, I mean he could just give a look out to to uh, Showalter and and Showalter would take off deep somewhere some yep. void in the in the secondary and, and he was wide open. You know, it's yeah, great mean, chemistry. So go back. Let's let's go back to that the year junior year that twenty twelve. And I know we don't really want to talk about it, but again, nine and one, that Crestview game. We talked about it being a, a two nighter there. Um, Colby, what was really going through your mind after that game kind of happened? Was it you know we have to run the table? We can still win the conference. We have all these goals still in front of us. Uh, what was the message like for your team? Yeah, I mean, it was kind of an eye opener for us just because. Um, we had never faced anybody as good. Like that was a good Crestview team. I think they ended up yeah. going, like five and five or six and four. They had so that some was injuries good or something. I think. Yeah. So like that was. It wasn't a fluke. I mean, they played good. We we came back the second day and scored like first play. Um, but it was more like more of a wake up call. Like even with Tenora, our senior year, I'd put those two in the same category. It's like, hey, we're not yeah. as good as we think we are. We need to try a little bit harder. And like after that loss, we ran the table. We had like nine straight wins and then yeah so I would say it was a better thing than I mean clearly we, if we would went 10 out we'd be in the playoffs but it definitely helped us more than it hurt us in the team aspect of the game yeah and that was a really good team and they I, I feel like they're in the middle of the year they dealt with some injuries and maybe that's why they they only went five and five because I feel like they were a lot better than five and five and maybe oh, yeah. you, could, you could talk about that a little bit yeah they that's a that's always such a big rivalry game and mm-hmm. you know uh I, I i always kind of felt like we didn't play our best sometimes when we went there 
Yeah. I don't, I don't know what, I don't know, some kind, so they got some type of home field advantage on it there. I don't know what it's like now these days, but, you know, it always felt so, so harder when we went there to play. You know, your, your senior year, they came in and we just, we ran all over them. We they scored in our JV. Yeah. yeah, that's it. They kept their varsity in against our JV, and that, that score looked more lopsided. Yeah. Um, so, so, yeah, it was just a – they were a very good team. They had a lot of guys that that could compete with us, and they, that was one of those teams where you could they could actually match up with some of our receivers. Yep. Um, so, moving forward that year, uh, you you finished 9-1 again, and you get to Fairview. That's the last game of the season. Um at what point were you guys kind of watching where we were at in the playoffs? And what point did you think um, maybe we weren't going to get in, which ultimately ended up happening? Um, I don't know if it was a big question of whether we weren't going to get in. It was a matter of were we going to play a home or away game? You know, how, how low were we going to be? We thought we were going to get in. Okay. Um, so, uh, I don't know. It was, it, it wasn't a question really. I mean, and we thought with the group that we had that we could possibly run the table, you know, if we got on a roll, we made a few adjustments personnel wise here and there that, uh, that helped spur things along a little bit. And, and I really, you know, it was, we we're probably, we had to be one of the best teams in the state at that point. I I'm over in that, the Colonel Crawford area now, and they, those guys, I, I see those guys all the time, and they, they still talk to me about about that team. They still say, where's that quarterback at now? What's he doing now? Yeah. <laughs> still the same defensive coordinator. He still doesn't like you. Yep. Hey, good. <laughs> we scored a lot of points on him. We did. Colby, what was the feeling like for you guys as players as that season wound down your junior year? Yeah, just thinking about it, right, like right now, I remember like after that game, there was excitement in the locker room. Like, I think it wasn't until the next day we realized, like, hey, we're not making the playoffs. And like, I think we ended up like the 11 seed. Too. Yeah. So like, it wasn't even like, yeah, yeah, yeah it wasn't. It wasn't even like we were even close after the fact. But like, clearly, like we would have ran the tables that year too. We could have beat. I think personally, we could have beat Coldwater and got to the state, but. It was just tough, but it, just the the hunger the next summer. I mean, we went hard in the weight room that next year. Um, yeah, which, yeah. I sicked Jake, I sicked uh, Zach Gerber on you guys. Yeah, and it was. Yeah, that was a that was a good summer. <laughs> so, and I think one thing that goes unmentioned is that was uh, your junior would have been when there were only six divisions to where your senior year, they added that seventh division. Um, so I think that's one thing to note too, is it, it was a little tougher then to get in yep. as well. So yeah. coach, you could probably speak to that a little bit more. Yeah. It, the, the, I, I don't know. It, it gives some other schools some opportunities, but you kind of uh-huh. feel like a little bit that the seventh divisions kind of watered things down a little bit. Those are some pretty small schools that, yeah, so a lot of those really good teams that went down in Division Seven were still in Division Six, and they made things a little bit harder. And there was more teams that you had to fight through. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, so we'll look ahead to the 2013 season. We'll jump back to that. Um, you already kind of touched on a little bit the the uh, the preseason, the weight room. 
Colby, how intense was that between you and your teammates? And what did Zach Gerber do for you guys? Because <laughs> I know yeah. it was brutal. It, it was brutal. It was, I mean, <laughs> there's a lot, there was a lot of competition in there, which is a great thing. And being in a weight room competition. But I think the, the thing that got us ready is the running portion of it. Because, I mean, the spread team has to run. And there were days that were just, the one that cops in my head is some guys went out and got in trouble. <laughs> Uh, oh yeah and i mean i i tried saying it was me and zach just like looked at me so that was great and then i think we ran like 3100s that day and like in 30 minutes so that was living hell but i mean it was a perfect summer you got us ready for whatever we wanted to do and like game one i mean it it showed we were ready and like seven on seven and such we were just dominant yeah Coach, how, how big was Zach for you guys uh, in the weight room for that team? And then what else did you guys do as coaches that you were you were at the point where you're like, hey, it's it's all or nothing. We're going to make them work their tails off here. Zach did an awesome job for us. <laughs> I, I still use the stuff that that he gave me that year for for my future teams. He is he was just incredible. The stuff that he put together and. And he was so gun ho to, you know, be able to to work with the guys and 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 try and and implement what he, what he wanted to plan out. And he did a great job, man. He was, and he gave me a, a bit of a summer too, because usually I got to be in the weight room all summer with with everybody. And he decided he was going to do it, and I trusted him. And I got a little break that year, so <laughs> maybe it made me a little bit more fresh to go through a, a 15 week season. Yeah. So yeah. Um, he. Uh, uh, what we do as coaches, we spent a lot of time at clinics. We went to, a, we met with, uh, I met with other spread teams, talked to coaches, um, trying to, you know, pick brains and see what we could do. And, you know, did a lot of drawing, you know, a lot of stuff on the board, a lot of planning of, you know, who's going to do what. And, and, you know, it was just uh, normal stuff that you go through every year, but knowing that you got just absolutely incredible athletes and could possibly do this. Sure. So we'll get into that, that season. The first game we start uh, at Paulding um, and knocked off the Panthers 60 to 20. And Colby, I believe that wasn't even your best game. And we still won. Oh, no. It was go, like, what? Go ahead like, and talk about that. <laughs> no, that I mean, the first play of the game, that was the best one, but – I think at halftime, it was like four touchdown passes and like four interceptions. So, uh, and ha- I was a mess that half. That was probably my worst halftime of my high school career. I was like telling the guys I was sorry. Like, it was tough. But then, like, they're like, Colby, we're up 35 to nothing. Like, <laughs> we're all right. Like, well, and it kind of settled then. I think we kicked ass that game. So, that was fun. Coach, were you worried about the four picks at halftime? Um, I think I was more worried for him, you know, <laughs> you know, his, his mentality. He wound up with five touchdowns and five interceptions that game. Yep. yep. And, uh, I, I don't know it. I, I don't feel like I, I was worried cause you know, we threw five touchdown passes and then the, the turnovers weren't turning into anything. So it wasn't really mm-hmm. bothering the game so much. I was, I think I was more worried about what it was going to do for his, his stats in the end, you know? Yep. Yeah. And, and uh, he, I think he threw like 20 some interceptions that year. Yeah. And I remember like talking 20, to a coach. 
21. Yep. I remember talking to a coach and he was asking your stats and he go, he's, he's telling me, tell me something about these, these 20 some interceptions. And I said, okay, you can look at 20 some interceptions. I said, but you got to also look at how many pass attempts he made. He threw over 700 passes. Now yeah. you look at that and 20 some interceptions isn't that much. Yeah. So he, he got, oh, that's a good point. I always had the mentality too. Like if it was third and 10, a 50 yard pick that gets tackled right away is just like a punt. So yeah. Have, I mean, there were some, I'd say there's five of those that year. That's because I just chucked it as far as I could to Corbin and it got intercepted or something like that. So like there was that mindset in my mind as well. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. So then week two, home without Seago. And Coach, I'll, I'll let you talk, <laughs> talk about this a little bit. Otsego, um, a Division four school, uh, usually has a pretty good football program. I know we had played them uh, years prior and then had dropped them for a while. Um, <laughs> at what point during this game or going into this game uh, were you thinking that, that we were not only going to win, but <laughs> did you expect to – to beat them 65 to nothing was not expecting to beat them <laughs> 65 to nothing not i mean the the future or the the past of their football program was just absolutely incredible yeah um they they are perennial playoff team year in year out and when we put them on the schedule it's like oh god here we go again because we had played them in years past and, and so we, we thought it was going to be a good challenging game and we wound up playing them for two years and they dropped us off the schedule so that was kind of did they drop? Did they yeah, because the, the next the year that night, the next year we went and played them, and we we're up fifty to seven at halftime, and it just unleashed hell and rain and lightning. And we sat in the locker room, and their coach came over and said, "Hey, it's fifty to seven. Do you mind just going home?" <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> I remember yeah. that I took off for home at halftime as well. <laughs> so did we. So. Um, but yeah, 65, nothing. Colby, did you expect that going in? No, I mean, we were like, I'm pretty sure it's pretty hyped up that week that, Hey, we're playing like a bigger division. Like we need to show who we are. And then like, I think our first three drives was like eight plays for touchdowns. <laughs> so after that, like, it was just bad. And then we, it was probably like 40, nothing at halftime, probably more than that. And it was like, Oh, we're good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so. Starting off 2-0, week three, home with Crestview, the only loss from the year before. What was the mindset that week uh, for both of you guys? And, and what was practice and film session, everything like that? What was that like amongst the team? Oh, I, I'm not real sure what practice and film session was. I'm sure we put in a lot of time. Mm-hmm. Um, that is always uh, uh, something that it just it kind of eats at your belly, and you know you're. I, I I know I was extremely anxious before that game. You know, probably wanted to throw up, and you know, I was probably grouchy as can be because that's that, that's just one of those rivalry games that you don't want to mess up, and and you got lots of butterflies. And I'll tell you what, a lot of those butterflies went away really quick. Really, well, quick. they, we they scored first. They did, didn't they? Yeah. But the, uh, my cousin, Seth Motors, on the Crescent team, and I still like, tell him when I see him, if he blocked me in the back on that Zaleski touchdown run, or I would have tackled his ass. But, yeah. 
<laughs> they had that, and then what? First play we get back after their touchdown is like show like an eighty yeah. yard touchdown bomb. Yeah, and then like he had like three touchdowns in the first half. It was well, yeah, we kicked their Jake Aaron had a big out. one too that that first yep. Half. yeah yep it, it it just it was just the doors just opened and there was and holes was, all over the field. Yep. It was like 52 to what, like 14, and they scored like three touchdowns in the fourth yeah. quarter. They didn't take their varsity out and <laughs> yeah. put the JV in. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Was that the game, or maybe it was the year before, was that the game that where it was like a, maybe we ran like a reverse pass? Yes, that, that was. That maybe went awry or not in our favor? Yeah, mm-hmm. right at halftime. We did it right at halftime, and like okay. it was a fumble well, or something they scored. Yeah. Corbin dropped Corbin dropped that punt return too. The same like the drive before. Okay, I felt like they had a little momentum, maybe. Yep. Okay, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> I it was remember. probably that was probably just taking a chance, you know. That, you know, I we, think there's like eight enough. seconds let's, left. Let's, let's see what happens with this. Yeah. yeah. Okay. No, I just, I'm not I, big on you guys. know I'm not big on trick plays. If you can't. <laughs> You can't win with your offense. You shouldn't be out there. And, you know, I'm sure they somebody talked me into trying that play at some point. <laughs> yep. You are listening to Across the Field. Are you wanting to put that finishing touch on your landscaping to set it apart from the rest? Or maybe you just need a gift idea for that hard-to-buy-for person in your life? Give Blake and Tiffany a call with Sin Rock Engraving. They offer custom engraved rocks that will be one of a kind. They will walk you through the process of picking out your rock and customizing it with anything from names, addresses, businesses, or images of your choice. Give them a call at 419-796-9897 or check them out on Facebook, Sin Rock Engraving, 419-796-9897. Knock off Crestview. 5441, uh, 3-0. And then the next, I'm gonna say four games. We'll just kind of skim through these. Ayersville, you win 40 to 6. Holgate, 80 to nothing. Uh, Edgerton, 45 nothing, and Hicksville, 43 to 7. Um before we went on air here, you guys kind of talked about Edgerton and Coach. I'll let you go back <laughs> if you want to talk about that again for all our <laughs> listeners. So Edgerton week six, we win 45 nothing, but we didn't play that great. And it was a monsoon, if everyone remembers correctly. Um, <laughs> kind of take it away there. How, how did that night go for you? Well, I'll, let me go back a, a couple of these games. Okay. Ayersville was a monsoon too, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. We, we, we didn't even pass for 100 yards that night, but we ran for 350. Okay. Yeah, because Coach Dale's up there decided that he was going to play this weird defense, this weird two-man defense, two-man front defense, and we just ran tackle trap after tackle trap. Cherry went crazy. Colby went crazy to run the football. Yeah. I remember him coming out in the paper after that game saying, we stopped them from doing what they want to do. And I was like, what, win? You know, <laughs> that didn't happen. And – so he he that was always kind of an interesting relationship. Sometimes we got we got along, but you know there was we a, didn't, a rivalry. We didn't sometimes. like air. We didn't like him because the year before, remember he said that he like told you, oh yeah, you know, like we weren't good as we were, and like well we beat him our junior year. Like 
65 it, it was nothing. 50 it was 52 to something at halftime <laughs> yeah and so, i remember that first half jordan was in sixth grade at that point jordan my, my son jordan he, he's a senior in college now he's in sixth grade and i remember we were killing them so bad at halftime i gave him my play sheet and i said go ahead and call the plays <laughs> and he, he was calling the plays at some point <laughs> Yeah, that I don't one, know if that Chris Dale knows that one, but yeah. Oh man, <laughs> um, well, yeah, that's great. And then Holgate, oh my goodness, that was that, before that the was, running clock. That was yeah. one of the coolest situations in my like high school career, not playing wise. <laughs> it was like it was sixty three nothing with like eight minutes to go in the second quarter. Yeah, and at halftime, I was like, I'm taking my clothes off. I'm not playing. And <laughs> I, was I a- remember. There's a lot of guys that were mad because I took them out of the game. Yeah. But I, I, I could, I had to stop, you know? Yeah, we had to. Yeah. And we wound up scoring 80. Like I said, that was before the running clock stuff. So they kept, they kept throwing the football. They They were three three for 36 throwing the football that night. So it kept stopping the clock. And I mean, we had, we had guys running, uh, our wide receiver screens that weren't even wide receivers. We had guys running dives up the middle and 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 scoring. It was just, I mean, TJ had like a forty yard touchdown reception. He did. We took TJ off the offensive line and put him at a wide receiver, and he ran a tunnel screen. Yep. <laughs> so that uh, we caught a lot of crap for that. The rest yeah, of the oh, we did. people were seeing that score, and they're like, "Why would you do that to somebody?" It's like we weren't. I was. No, I was nine of eleven for six touchdowns and like three hundred and twenty yards. Yeah, nine wow. completions. <laughs> it so, was nuts. I skipped that game because I I thought it was going to be bad, but then when I heard the score, I was like, "Wow!" I did not expect it to be that bad. Bro. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, after talking to everybody, and and didn't they? You said it was before the running clock, but didn't we even shorten the second half, like from twelve minutes to eight minutes, maybe? Yeah. Did we? I don't remember that. I, I'm pretty sure we did. I went to eight minutes. I mean, that's why we didn't hit 100. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so then Edgerton. Okay, Edgerton. 45-0. Yeah. 45 and you, nothing. And you yep. weren't happy with it. No, we were. It was late <laughs> in the fourth quarter. It was the first game that we weren't over 40 points. And it was raining a bunch. We had kind of a rainy season that year at points, and it was raining a bunch, and we didn't play real good uh, offensively. You know, we were it's, there were some drops and stuff like that, and so late in the fourth quarter, I still got our starters in for some reason, up thirty-eight to nothing, and uh, I decide to we're going to get over forty, so I kept the gas pedal down, and I believe Colby threw like a we ran like a play action pass and he threw like a, a pass to Sherry that was wide open. Yes. And, and Sherry walked in it was 45, nothing. I'm like, yeah. And I look over at their coach and he's just <laughs> pissed. And I just got this sinking feeling in my stomach right there. And I'm like, Oh, I am such a jerk for doing that. I felt so bad. And after the game, we're, you know, shaking hands and their coach would not come over and shake my hand. And I didn't blame him. I just waved to him and, and I'm like, yeah, I deserve that. You know, I, yeah. I, I should have, I should have stopped, but you know, I kept going and that was, that was bad on my part. And so here's the, here's the karma part of it. So after the game, like I said, it has been raining. And so everybody's 
walking or at Edgerton and, and they got that Valley field and, and I'm walking over to my, my wife and my youngest son, AJ, who are in the, our minivan cause it's raining and they're sitting in the North end zone and AJ's watching a movie and Diana's watching the game. And so I walk over to the fence and, and she goes to start the car and, and, and the, our van and our van's dead. Cause she had, we got a DVR player or DVD player in there and, and the, she, she turned the car off and left the DVD player on. So the battery died. So this guy comes over and helps her and I'm thanking him for it. And it's kind of, starting to drizzle just a little bit. So I tell them goodbye and I go to turn and walk all the way across the field and up that big old hill and into the locker room. And it just unleashes all kinds of rain right there. And I remember just looking up at the sky, looking up at God and said, I deserve that. And I just kept walking, put my head down and kept walking. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh man. Looking for a high quality detailing service? Check out Stoller Shine Detailing, located on the outskirts of Paulding. Stoller Shine Detailing has a variety of options for interior, exterior detailing. Whether your ride is new, used, or abused, Stoller Shine Detailing strives for highest quality results and treat each vehicle as their own. To schedule an appointment, go to StollerShineDetailing.com or contact owner and operator Logan Stoller at 419-770-1042. Check out Stoller Shine Detailing on Facebook. That's funny. Like that game, I like it was cocky to say. Like I knew we were winning. Um, but the one like reminder of that Edgerton game that I remember is I told Ryland that I was gonna run somebody over. Cause like I always slid around out of bounds. Like the first series ran like a QB draw, and I just ran over like I don't know why the safety came up, but I ran his ass over. And then it was like touchdown, touchdown, and then rain just monsooned. <laughs> Colby, Colby r- slid or ran out of bounds on running plays, except when he threw an interception. Oh, nervous and then somebody. he was going to run your ass over for, for picking off a pass. <laughs> All the linemen said they knew that Colby threw an interception and that they needed to go do something because as soon as the ball released out of his hands and they heard, oh, shit, then they knew that – you know, something got picked, and there was Colby, and he was going to go smack somebody for picking his pass. <laughs> I murdered some people that picked me off. <laughs> yes, like, you did. Was, uh, my buddy, like Clayton Minnick is from Fairview, a good buddy of mine now, and he's told me, like, he picked me off at, at our senior year, and he's like, I seen you coming, and I ran at somebody else to get tackled. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Yeah, so that's confirmation that people knew I was coming for their head. <laughs> so week seven, Hicksville, forty-three to seven. That was at home. Um, what do you guys remember about that game? I don't remember that one real great. I just remember being over quick. I don't like that. Yeah, one game I don't remember like a lot of details. Yeah, I didn't like. I think Jake scored a real long touchdown off the bat, Aaron, and then it was like over. Okay. Yeah, that's that's not one that pops in my mind a whole lot either. About any big details about that game. That was that was always a game we liked playing against each other. Yeah, sure. it was always a good rivalry game. That was a monsoon game the year before as well. Yeah, we only scored like twenty points in that game because we couldn't yeah. throw the ball. You couldn't even get the yep. ball out. I remember uh, Darren Showalter broke a big long run. Yep. Put us up like three scores, two yep. scores maybe. So at this point we're seven and zero, um, and we have to go to Tenora, week eight. 
Um, and, you know, it's obviously always a great game between Wayne Trace and Snor, I feel like. Um, they've, they've kind of been, like I said, the king of the GMC for a while. Um, what was the feeling? You guys had just knocked him off the year before. What was the feeling going into that game? Colby, I'll start with you. Yeah, I think going into the game, we were like pretty confident. We just were on our seven and zero roll. Just, I mean, there's no one in our path that even like barely stopped us. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, like looking back, we were probably too confident. Mm-hmm. Um, that was, and that was probably the best. They should have kept that until the playoffs because they. I mean, I feel like everybody knew we were going to meet back up in the playoffs. They should have kept that defense hidden from us for another five weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, but we were confident going into there. Coach, what, well, I mean, what what was it like for you? I heard it after the game <laughs> for weeks. Run the damn ball. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I should have ran the damn ball. Yeah, I should have ran the, the ball more. We tried to throw. They were playing a, a two-man defense, so they had two safeties deep, and then everybody else was locked up. And they had a lot of good athletes to lock up on our guys. And they did this thing where they they didn't rush. You know, they let Colby kind of bounce around, and then they would come after him. And it was kind of a wake-up call for us, you know, for the playoffs because, you know, we had to sit back and take a look at things because everybody up to that point was playing us zone. Yeah. And yeah. there was holes all over the place. And we just had guys that were faster than you. And they played us man-to-man. So I remember um, starting that week, you know, thinking about we have got to come up with plays that are going to beat a zone or a beat man-to-man. And we came up with some pretty good stuff in that, that preparation week for the playoff game. I remember yeah, sitting down yeah. with, uh, with Mike and Kenny and those guys, and, and we came up with some pre- pretty creative pass plays, some, some rub routes and picks and stuff like that that I still use to this day because everybody does that to us now too. The quad routes? Yeah, yeah. Yep. There's a lot of four-man stuff on one side and, and just rubbing yep. the heck out of people. Yep. Yeah, we learned a lot of stuff from that game. I mean, yeah. like you, I think the next week you kind of started that whole, this is for the playoff plays, we're not going to run them again until we need them, but it was fun. Right. Yep. You're so, right, I did. I, I, we, we, uh, who did we have that next week after Tenora? I don't remember. I think Antwerp. Antwerp. Oh, Okay, Antwerp wasn't real strong, and I remember, I remember, yeah, I said, here's some plays that we're going to try out. Let's just try these and see how they work, and and they work. They work. So I should have ran the ball more. Definitely should have ran the ball more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So after that game, Colby, mindset of the team here with your teammates. What are you kind of thinking after the loss? Twenty-seven uh, sixteen was the final score. What are you guys kind of talking about? I mean, obviously, we've still got dreams and goals in front of us again. Kind of the same situation here before, but what's the mindset of the team like? Um, I think after that, we definitely realized we weren't – I mean, we were good. We didn't mm-hmm. – we needed to back up how good we thought we were. Um, and that week after, I think we just knew we didn't need to win out with the seven divisions that year in the playoffs. Um it really didn't matter how bad we beat people. But I think that next week we also knew that we got county rival Antwerp, that we were pretty certain we'd be able to do whatever we wanted to, but we just needed to prove it. And I think that was just the biggest mindset of like, hey, we're not as good. Let's make playoffs. We'll see them again. Let's just get better. 
um, and run the ball. Yeah. <laughs> the coach, was that your message to the team? I mean, what, what was your mindset? What did you kind of really? Um, you know, we knew that Antwerp, Antwerp was really and we knew that we could, um, you know, do some preparation for some other things. And, and it was a good bounce back game for us. You know, get a, you know, if there was any confidence that was dwindling, you know, there was going to be a good opportunity to kind of build our confidence back up. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sure we ran the ball more that week. <laughs> <laughs> we did. <laughs> I think we had to at one point because it was getting, you got kind yeah. of ugly. He's a good guy. Yeah. yeah, I've actually, so with my wife being from Antwerp, um, I've actually got to like drink a few beers with Drew and get to know him a little better. And he's told me that our team was probably the best team he's ever faced. Really? Yep. And he, I mean, they, they got to play Dicer. They got to play a lot of people. I, I just don't think they had the amount of weapons that we had. Wow. That's that's big. Uh, yeah, so the next week, play Antwerp at Antwerp, win 64-16. to 16. Uh, So now we're – the Raiders are 8-1, and one, and then you finish up with Fairview at home uh, and win that game 26-6. to six. Do you guys remember a lot from that game? I mean, what was – just Colby being mad at me. <laughs> uh, just, just, co- just coach being mad at me. So, <laughs> I think we were all ready to get to the playoffs at that point. Yeah, and yeah, um, that was that was probably the worst game we played in two years. It was. It was. It was. Um, things just didn't gel. Yeah. And they, you got to give them some credit too. They played. Oh yeah, a heck of a defensive game that night. And that yep. was that was a team that knew what to do against a spread team, and they yep. did. So get out of there with a a twenty six to six win, finish the season nine and one, um, and now at this point it's probably are you guys hosting a playoff game or are you trapped? Yep. Um, you end up with the five seed, and you got to go to Colonel Crawford, uh, who's the four seed that year, I believe, to start the playoffs. Uh, what was what was the demeanor of the team like? What was the message like? Did practice ramp up some? I mean, you guys take it away from here. I can go first here. Go ahead. Um, I, practice is definitely ramped up um, in the playoffs. I, sure. I, don't know what, I don't know what week it was, but, like, Winslick and TJ, like, wanted to kill each other. Like, it was, like, Thanksgiving week practice. It was a night practice, and, like, they just wanted to kill each other, but we were all just in that mood, like, "Hey, we're we're going for a state championship here." So, practices and stuff definitely ramped up. They they definitely did. Might have got shorter, but they got they ramped up. Yeah, I remember. Uh, I don't know if it was the, the the same time, but I you know I taught government, and <laughs> we were having a we were having a debate. In class, that, oh, I, I don't know if it's that week or not, but we were talking same about time. abortion. And Wenslick was completely against it, and TJ was was for it, and and they chased each other out of my classroom down same to way. down to the lunchroom. And I remember getting <laughs> called down to the principal's office. So, what are you talking about in your classroom? Because Wenslick and, and Blackmore are ready to kill each other. And I, I think that kind of carried over into practice. If I'm not mistaken. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, man, that's funny. I just have one thing to say before we get to the playoff conversation. Yeah. Our offense was good, but our defense could have been better. Like, we were we were in a 5-2 cover zero the whole year, and it wasn't if you ran the spread or if you ran the power eye. We just said, come at us, and we're going to beat you on offense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We, uh, we just matched up our athletes, you know, and, and – and felt like we were, you know, why make it complex? You know, just we're more athletic than you. And you got to remember, too, I, I did the stats on this at, at one point, and we had 11 possessions a game in 2013. We averaged 11 possessions a game, and we scored 47 points a game. So you got to – you got to take into consideration, we might have gave up 14 points here or 21 points here. Um, those teams were getting extra possessions because we were scoring so quickly sure. and they were getting the ball back. So those stats looked a little, looked a little skewed sometimes. It was a good defense, but sometimes, oh, yeah. when, you know, when you make them go out the, on the field constantly, you know, and we're scoring so fast, you know, giving them extra possessions, sometimes things happen. Yep. Yeah. I mean, as far as like point scale, like total points, uh, Crestview at that point was, I mean, they put up 41, and again, as you guys mentioned before, scoring on the JV a little bit. Um, the only other team was Sonora with 27. Everybody else was 20 points or less. So, yeah, I mean, that's that's not too shabby, I don't think. Nope. nope. Not when you're getting 11 possessions a game, you're only scoring yeah. three of them. <laughs> right, right. So, And those, those first 10 games for Chucky, I mean, no one really knows about it. What, Chucky didn't start until week 11, week 12? Yeah. On offense, yeah, and that was the biggest thing because he was in shape after eleven weeks of playing defense. He could dominate on offense and rotate on defense. Yep, we moved Chucky to uh, left guard that first week of the playoffs. Yep. It was yep. going both ways. So yeah, before we get into the playoffs, Colby, I want to I want to talk to you about this because me being a former offensive lineman, yeah, uh, I looked at some of those guys like watching your guys' games, and obviously they're you're, they're not getting a real strong pass rush. Those guys had to be bored at times. Were they like telling you to just kind of run around a little bit so they had to do something? <laughs> no, or they actually hated. They hated. They hated for that shit because they had to practice. <laughs> we had to practice and practice. Um, they couldn't hold. They never knew. Like, I really think they were probably the best offensive line not holding because they just knew that I might take off. And yeah. They can't be grabbing. It. And they were athletes. They just like their jobs went on pass play was just stay between them and. The def- or the me and the defender because I would run. I think they. I mean, it helped them out. It also sucked for them because they were running around as well. But yeah, you. We give so much credit, honestly, to you know Colby and and uh, um, Corbin Showalter, Jake Aaron, uh, Jake Gerber, uh, Jared Sherry, Tyler Showalter, Cole Shepard. You know, those were our big receivers that year. Yeah. If we don't have those guys on the offensive line like we did and the athleticism that they had, we might not have been as good. Yep. you got to think about this. We had three potentially tight end type people that were on that offensive line. Sure. Devin Wenslick, TJ Blackmore, and, and Brock Warden. They were tight ends. They were, they mm-hmm. were bigger. Uh, they were stronger. They were faster um, type receiver guys but they made the ultimate sacrifice to go to the offensive line so that we could run this, this type of offense. And yep. because they had that athleticism, 
they did such an awesome job of of keeping people off Colby and and when we practiced like Colby said we practiced that that scramble drill all the time and it was it was tiresome and they they would get so exhausted running that but uh <laughs> I it, the ball for off. 20 seconds I mean yeah. in practice we'd just run around yep Okay, never mind. I'm not sure I'd like that too much. <laughs> a little different than your uh, I yeah. formation 36-0 back then. 30, yeah, yeah. the 36-0, yeah. Four yeah. yards in a cloud of dust. <laughs> 36 times in a row. <laughs> hey, I ran the ball, didn't I? <laughs> you did. If it, if, it, if it worked, you didn't fix it. So. Right, right. Or we ran a boot pass there once in a while. We were looking for the backside seven. I just remember hearing that a lot. That's right. <laughs> we throw a trap in once in a while. Oh, yeah. yeah. We mix it up. Uh, all right, guys. So, we'll jump into the playoffs here. Colonel Crawford, got to go there. They're the four seed. We're the five. Um, what did you guys really know about them uh, as far as personnel and how good they were? I mean, uh, and and what was the game plan going in, and then what was kind of the message of let's get this train rolling to make an incredible run? They had a really good quarterback. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was he was a heck of an athlete. He was big, tall, lanky, big arm. Um, but we still felt like we were the better team. We still felt like we had uh, better receivers that you know. Once again, they had to match up. You know five guys do you do you got five guys that can match up against our five wide receivers our five receivers and we felt like we were still better at that point and you know them not knowing us and i don't know if they spent a lot of time watching the sonora film or either either because they they played zone and that wasn't a good idea Mm -hmm. (laughs) i I, one thing i remember about that before the game was sherry (laughs) i was gonna say (laughs) um they they had this tradition where they line up their fans along the back of the end zone, pregame, and they yeah pregame they they just they sit there in their lawn chairs and and Sherry was his mouth was just a running <laughs> and, and there, there's a there's a highlight film on uh, on on YouTube across not too long ago and and he catches a pass in the end zone and, and he walks back to all those fans and, and he's pointing at him and pulls him away <laughs> he was he was fired up. Yeah, no, I can I can go a little further on that. So, there, um, we always go out before the game and stuff. But that day we forgot the stereo, um, so there was no pregame music that day. So we went out early, and I mean those people were drinking. They already they started drinking before we got out there. And one, Jared's just standing in the end zone like catching punch or something, and one of them just started talking some shit to him. And that is the same person Jared pointed out in that like. It was an angle route for like a two-point conversion, and he was just in that dude's face. Just, I mean, before the game, it was bad, like Coach said. Like, we had this, like, Sherry, you need to stop it, dude. Like, but that was also the, – there was, like, frost on the field before the game. It was yeah. so cold. It was cold. That was yeah. a long trip, too. <laughs> yep. That was That's also the famous Hank Sen sky kick and D-Stacks gets it. Remember that? Uh uh-uh. uh. No, it was oh. like Hank, Hank kicked it straight up in the air. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Like he didn't mean to, but we got the ball. And then I think that like helped us go up like three scores. We scored right after that. And then. Yeah. 
Beckman, do you remember that? I do that one. I don't remember that. He got under it. Yeah, he got way under it. Way under it. Like 30 yards. And, yeah, like, Stacks got it. The only sin I remember kicking off was Petey over holding. (laughs) (laughs) The cramp. Double cramps. Oh, uh, that was funny. That's the only that's the only sin I remember kicking off. But <laughs> yeah. um so yeah, we beat Colonel Crawford 52-28. Um and now we get to go play the the Tenora Rams who just knocked us off what week eight. Um yep. get to avenge that loss. So what what's what's the practices like this week? What's the game plan? Uh, you guys had already talked about it. You were hiding some stuff from earlier on, but but what was the message and, and how was the feel around the team that week? Um, game plan wise, you know, we put in some some things to kind of play with that that defense that they came up with. Like uh, we came out on our our first offensive play, and we put, in, we put in an eye backfield. We're still in mm-hmm. shotgun, but we were putting in an eye backfield. We wanted to see what they were going to do because they've been playing two safeties deep. Well, if we're in an eye backfield and they rolled a safety down to put an extra guy in the box, then we were going deep to Corbin Showalter. I had a signal, to, the signal to Colby. Uh, didn't know, need they, it. didn't need it. I remember, I remember, I remember being so excited because they rolled that safety down. And I'm like, oh, there it is. There it is. Colby, Colby. He's like, he's just waving me off. He's like, I got it. I got it. I got it. <laughs> and 79 yards on the very first play of the game. And – there, that that ended the uh, camaraderie and friendship between the yes. Tora coaching staff and the Wayne Trace coaching staff at that point because he was so pissed that he gave up a touchdown on the very first play of the game. <laughs> that was – we were like – wasn't like bunch – like pro right what, east. Yeah. And there was either going to be like a dive or a bomb. I think it, it was. I think it was an O. I think it was actually an O. It was an O. It definitely was an back, o. baby. Yeah. Oh no, we didn't run it back, but don't worry about it. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot how it actually turned out. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, like I said, we also put in a, a bunch of uh, um, rub plays, pick plays to uh, get receivers open, and you know, Sherry got open religiously that night you know, with the, the man-to-man and pick stuff that we yeah. put in. And it was just the stuff that me and Mike and Kenny and those guys came up with was just uh, – it was it was fabulous. And then uh, defensively, we came up with a, a heck of a game plan too because we, we noticed that, you know, they weren't – they weren't filling the, the gaps that their guards were leaving when they would pull in their wing tee offense. So anytime the guards pulled, we just blitzed our linebackers through there and there in the backfield every play. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I do remember that. Yep, we played great defensively that day. We did. We really did. I also, yeah. that first play of the game is was probably the number one high school atmosphere. Yeah, just, just the wave of people standing up on that, and like the noise, and that was just awesome. Yeah, I will agree with that. I was in the stands about five rows up, and where show caught it was right in front of me. And as soon as you I mean, as soon as I saw him going deep, I thought, no way. We're chucking this thing. No fear. And when that ball's in the air, man, it was it was so crazy. I mean, that was the loudest I've ever heard a football game, I think. Yeah. It was crazy. 
That was fun. I, I remember sprinting down the sideline, <laughs> trying to keep up with him, and it didn't happen. No, no one could keep up with him. <laughs> yeah. He had a couple – he had another – there's a WSN clip of that. There's a – the second bomb he caught, like, right on the opposite end, of, went, uh, end zone. It was like a 52-yarder. Yeah. That was awesome, too. I mean, that was supposed to go to him. He was – that was part of the rub route, and he was yep. – he was wide open. Yep. <laughs> so we avenged that loss, knock off the Rams 40 to 7, Lima Stadium. And the next week, you got to play the Ada Bulldogs. And Coach Olwine. I'll, I'll, I'll let you talk about Coach Olwine for a little <laughs> bit. What was, uh, I mean, obviously his days at Fairview go back yeah. a time, but, but what was this matchup like for you going into this game? You know, old rivalry between two coaches, you know, playing each other in the in the GMC for so long. You know, I we we beat them twice. We, me and you were talking about this uh, or text message. Yeah. Just the other day. Um, you go back to 2005 and 2000, you know, 2004 and 2005. Um, we had some classic battles. We beat them 48 to 47 in overtime. They missed the extra point. We win. They were state ranked and the next year. We were both state ranked, and uh, we beat them 28-27, and they bobbled the extra point snap. Yeah. So you know, there were some classic games between between our, our teams and me and me and Coach Olwine, and so uh, it was kind of fun to to get to go up against him again. And here I was, you know, I took ideas from him. I talked to him about some of the, you know, putting in the spread offense, and here I was going to use it against him, and boy, did we use it against him. <laughs> was it a game? Was it a game? I don't know. It was the the biggest thing I regret about that game. Not getting I didn't I didn't know it. Um, but Colby needed one more touchdown pass to break the the state record for touchdown passes in a game. I didn't even realize how many touchdown passes he had that game. He had nine touchdown passes, and he scored a tenth Rushing. on on a, a counter play. He ran it in. That was the first touchdown of the game. Yeah, and if we had, if I had let him throw the ball, you know, and, and he threw a tenth, he would have he would have held that record. That's incredible. Yeah, that was my 18th birthday too. I turned 18. <laughs> yeah, and through nine nine touchdowns. That was a good night. Crazy. That yeah, was that a was fun awesome. night. Yeah, that some of those guys actually from Ada. Those were some of my favorite people that we played. I still like connected with like. Saad Almad, he played D tackle for him. Um, Matt Wilcox, I still talk to him. Um, Dun Austin Dunball, actually, me and my wife got married at his in laws like wedding reception place. So like some of those guys, I still talk to. So it's pretty cool. But yeah, we kicked the shit out of them. <laughs> you know, one guy that really came on that week uh, was Tyler Showalter. Yep, that's when we um, figured out our fourth receiver. Yeah, um, he. Had, he had struggled a little bit in, in the, in the regular season. Yeah. And it, or, or just us getting him the ball sometimes um, we struggled with. And, and so we used him on defense a little bit more, which he was, he was a fabulous linebacker. Yeah. And he, him and Colby playing those two middle linebackers was just, it was unbelievable. Um, but when we got in the playoffs, he flipped a switch you know, he flipped a switch uh, defensively. He was he was incredible against Colonel Crawford and, and Tenora. He was so excited. And he was bringing a lot of energy. But then that Ada game, 
man, he was just on fire. He was catching screen passes and he, he was and breaking all kinds of runs and turning on his speed. He had a heck of a game that night. Yeah, he brought a lot of energy that really, uh, really excited everybody. And that's when we were we were flipping Corbin around, putting him in like in slot and stuff. And that's when like Tyler had that long touchdown off of a laser because he was playing at the wideout on the left side. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, that, he, he got a, he, he got in that accident before the year too. We didn't even think that's he would right. play at all. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I'd forgotten about that. So all right. Win that game, knock off Ada, 68-14. And so twelve and one at this point. Um just won the region. Um so now we gotta go play Mechanicsburg down at Walpock. And I don't know what you guys knew about these guys, but I didn't have a clue, obviously. Thought they were pretty good from what I knew. Um, but that final score ends up 57 to 10. What was that like for you guys, not only going into that week, but then as the game kind of transpired? I mean, what was the feeling like? I was completely confident that week. I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> they, gave, they gave us bulletin board material that week, too. They did, did yeah. They? Because they were a big playoff team, so the, I mean, they, and we were kind of, we were still a young playoff team, so sure. you know they they were they were confident themselves. But you know, after that shellacking of Ada, I was I was I don't want to say I was overly confident, but I didn't think that they could hang with us. No. What was the bulletin board material, Colby? They they said something about like we've never been there before. They have or something like that. And there was also like something in our locker room when we got there. There was some paper. I don't know. It was just like things like that. But I knew we were fi- we were fired up for it. I know that. Uh, <laughs> that might have been one of our coaches put that in the locker room. <laughs> that was that was not that was not past our coaches sometimes to huh. to uh, initiate some huh. some uh, hard hey. feelings. Hey, hey, while we're there. Can we take a trip down memory lane? Oh, can we go back to Antwerp? Why? I got in trouble for that. <laughs> <laughs> that was not me. That was not me. I didn't find out about that until I got there. That was, uh, I think that was, that was Rich and Mike. They put off, they put some female hygiene equipment on the, on the walls with their names on it. And, Love uh, that. Yeah, I had to go answer to the principal's office. Oh boy, that next Monday. <laughs> Colby, do you remember that? You were in eighth grade, I think. Then I don't. I think I. I don't know. I don't know if I saw it. I think I remember hearing about it. <laughs> well, the best part was they wrote our names on there too. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, we all sat underneath our name. And I remember, <laughs> Coach, you came in. And you're like, Are "You guys really sitting where your name's at?" And we're like, "Yeah, we're not gonna lose our stuff this way." So. <laughs> <laughs> Made our own little locker space for us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Mechanicsburg, fifty-seven to ten, kind of walking through that. They 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 scored early, didn't they? Or they were marching early. They marched early, then. My best friend now, Brandon Perk, he kicked like the farthest field goal I ever seen in high school. He hit like a forty-one yarder, forty-two yarder, and yeah, I mean, they just—they were good. They just ran the same play. If yeah, and we we realized that if if something worked for them, they'd go back to it like six times in a row. Right, and we just we just learned that. 
Okay. Yeah. That was a that was a fairly easy game. But I was I remember looking over at their sideline and like just looking how small their team was, how many fans they had there. Like half the fans were like half the stands on the away sideline was filled. And I looked behind us and ours was completely filled. And it was just like a sense of like, well, this one's over before it even started. And it was. Is that how you felt, Coach? Oh yeah. I it was there was just an incredible atmosphere. Um, you know, you go back to the, the week before in Ada. Um, I remember after that game, I don't know who it was that, that threw the, uh, the Gatorade cooler on me, but mm-hmm. they missed, they hit my, they <laughs> hit the back of my coat and it, I had a waterproof jacket on, so it didn't really affect me any, <laughs> but at that, that Mechanicsburg game, the game was over and it was cold that night. Yeah, it was, it was probably single digits and those guys snuck up behind me and they got the tip of that cooler above my head, head and dumped yeah. it right down the back of my jacket, right down my clothes. And that was, that was a wake up call right there. I'm oh, pretty, I'm was, pretty sure you really told cold. us, I'm pretty sure you told him like the next week, like, Oh, you guys didn't get me with that. Yeah. I, I should have kept my mouth shut. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you though that that's just an awesome feeling as a coach. Though I I, I know sometimes you see these coaches in the NFL, they're they're trying to dodge that. Uh, I'll take that anytime getting doused yeah, with a, a Gatorade cooler because that means you did something big and something special, and your your players yeah. want to celebrate that with you. And um, that, I that's a great feeling. I, I'll take that cold cold water bath on five degree day anytime. You are listening to Across the Field. Does your landscaping need an upgrade this year? Look no further than TNT Springer Landscaping. They specialize in mulch, rock, trim redesign, and much more. For your next landscaping project, choose TNT Springer Landscaping. Contact Tony Springer at 419-910-0742 to make your landscaping vision a reality. That was a great feeling. Yep. to know that you're going to state that was you know yeah. we going all the way back to the beginning we we thought we could do it that we that that year and you know talked about zach and everything he did and we thought we could do it then and mm-hmm. and you know to know that we were going to actually do it and we were going to actually go to canton and and take little wayne trace that that you know in 2002 when i first started there nobody had any respect for and and to know that we were going to go do that that was just a, an incredible feeling you know one one thing that and i'm sure you remember this too colby when we were driving home that night and we came down i don't remember what, what that was after ada was right was that ada or was it yeah, that yeah. was after ada it was after ada so we were coming back was, from lima yeah. and and we turned down that road and i said look behind us and every wayne trace fan from from that night was following us home and it was just this long line of lights yep. out in cars and it was just such it, it was incredible it 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 it, it choked you up because it was like yeah. the, the the support that you're and the enthusiasm that we we brought to this community was just incredible yeah i mean i just got i got goosebumps thinking about that because like i remember we were at the high school and we could look back and still see cars coming out of river hill yeah, and that was it was wild to see. That's crazy. That's crazy. Um, so yeah, we win that one. 
57 to 10, 13-1 at this point, fellas. And you're heading to the state championship game uh, to take on Kirtland. And at this point, you know, I don't think many people in our area knew who Kirtland was, but um, they should have. Obviously, <laughs> obviously uh, um, you know, a powerhouse, and they and they still are to this day. Um, so, what was the mindset? You know, flipping the switch after just won a big game against Mechanicsburg, but now it's right back to work. And and what was the the mindset of the whole team? I'll let you guys run with this here. I'll go first, Coach. Um, go ahead. Yeah. So that week of practice, just thinking back on it. Um, defensively, that was the hardest week of practice we probably had all year. Um, like the scout team was kind of running the ball on us. And we, I think, I, I mean, now I just remember like, we're going to have to beat these guys like scoring more points, not relying on our defense to give us the ball 11 times. Um, but we were excited. I mean, we all thought we could win. Uh, but yeah, it was just, it was a lot of nerves, I'd say. And it was fun to be practicing and we're supposed to be playing basketball um it was pretty cool <laughs> that was a tough week of practice weather-wise yeah. yep we had to stop and take remember we had to go in the barn yep like every once in a while and take like 10 minute wind breaks because it was yep. so cold and windy that their their faces were were turning red and getting frostbitten and stuff so we had to we had to take them out of the wind and sometimes wow. we had to go into the gym and yep. practice as well which that's that's never a good thing because you just can't you can't simulate anything very good in there and so that was you know trying to practice for the biggest game of your life and you know the conditions aren't aren't being very friendly to you that was that was tough and it's dark out it was i mean it was cold dark at practice yeah we had to turn the lights on yeah it was a fun week though it was a very fun week we got a lot of attention that week i remember the the hallways being decorated my room had streamers everywhere in it it was just there's pictures everywhere it it was everybody was so excited and you know that that bus trip there it was it was just a great feeling all the all the news media stuff that was going on it was fun and it was a uh 10 30 10 45 kickoff time wasn't it 11 a.m kickoff 11 a.m kickoff yeah with snow snowflakes as big as your face Oh yeah. I caught a snowflake in my hand that was bigger than my palm. Yep. <laughs> wow. And I remember being at that point thinking maybe I should run the damn ball. It was sixteen <laughs> it was like sixteen degrees too. Yeah. And if you also remember uh we didn't have much for breakfast that morning. We went down for breakfast and they ran out of food. Yep. Really? Yeah. So yeah. some guys some guys didn't even have anything to eat. I remember a- after the game, I I had to go up for uh, media stuff. I think I had Wenslick and, and Colby with me, and and came back and and uh, the JV kids had eaten all the cheeseburgers that they gave us. They did. I didn't eat anything. No, I remember stopping at that that uh, rest stop on thirty on the way back, and my my yep. dinner was a, a Snickers bar out of the, the vending machine because. That's all I had had to eat all day because they had no <laughs> yeah. breakfast, didn't have any lunch, and we got right on the bus and left, and the JV kids ate all the burgers. Wow. Yeah, because we – I mean, that press conference was like 25 minutes, and we came down, no one was, no one was there. Everybody's already on the bus. Yep. It was like, well, we got to get going, I guess. Yeah. Yep. And the weather Talking was not about- – as you mentioned, on the way back, I mean, it seemed like it took forever to get home. Yeah, it did. Yep. You know, one thing I remember about the pregame of that game – 
their kids came out on the field and it's cold and, and they got their, their, uh, you know, sleeveless under armor shirts on. And yeah. And the one kid gets down in a stance and he, he puts his hand down the ground and he flexed his triceps. And I think his tricep popped out about three times. And I remember, I remember some of our guys looking at him like, Oh my God, and, you know, Did they you? were, they were big and they were, they were physical and strong and, did he, he was the only one with his shirt like that. Did, did the coach tell you or did someone else that he forgot his shoulder pads at home? Oh, that's right. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was like, he got in trouble, but like, since they were so close, they could just run back and get him. But yeah, he right. forgot his shoulder pads at home. And that's why he, but that was the biggest high schooler I had ever seen in my life. Yeah. Mike Symbol. Is that his name? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> you know, you look at that game, you know, we, we played we with them. Touchdowns. Yeah, we, we, played them. we lost by four touchdowns, and weather conditions helped out with it. Yeah, we dropped four touchdown passes. Yeah. yeah, I know. I know Corbin will even tell you. Like, there was a couple of tunnel screens that he dropped that he had blockers for days, and there was yep. also no one in front of him. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But hindsight, twenty twenty. Yeah. Still a great time. Yeah, it was. I wouldn't trade it for the world. Nope. So, Colby, I was going to ask you. Uh, when you, I know you personally probably weren't feeling this way and, and the guys in your class, but when Kirtland comes out and you're watching them warm up, was there a sense of like, oh shit, like <laughs> these guys are um, in the league or not really? So I guess th- there was two things. Clearly the man child that came out with yeah. no shoulder pads <laughs> on. And then I, I don't even know if you know this coach, but so our whole year, like I was a spokesperson at the coin flip. Uh-huh. And every time – so if, if we'd get – if we were away or home, if it would be in our favor. So I call heads, we get heads, or the other team calls tails in its heads, and we get – I would not give the ref a chance to even talk, and I would say we want the ball. So, like, the one one ref one time, he's like, let me do my job. And, <laughs> but but I think – who was it? Winslet, it was like me, Winslet, Warden, and Sherry out there for the state game. And they – I think we – we won the toss, and I said we want the ball, and they laughed. Oh, oh boy! And that was like, oh boy! Like these boys are ready to play. <laughs> yeah, and that was like the first thing. Like, well, we're gonna need a nut up, and yeah. then yeah, and then first defense possession. There's two guys coming at me every play, um, yeah. which sucked. Um, yeah, but yeah, they were good. They were they deserved. I'd say. Seven out of ten times we would have played in that year, they probably would have beat us. I think we could have got them a couple times in better weather. Yeah. But it was just a tough situation to play someone that runs a power eye, has a running back going to Kent State, has a middle linebacker that's going to Bowling Green, has all the linemen that are bigger than Winslick, every single one of them. So it was tough. It was. But like Coach said, I mean, we, we shot ourselves in the foot a few times where we could have – I mean, it was, should have been closer than it was. Yeah. Coach, at this point, is this was that one of the best teams you had seen in your coaching career? Oh, oh yeah, um, yeah, oh, yeah. I, in, <laughs> in my head coaching career, at that point, definitely. Okay, you know, I when I there was PH for, uh, yeah, PH was really good. I think Kirtland was better than PH. To be honest yeah. with you, um, Kirtland was bigger than PH. Um. There were some teams that, like when I coached at St. John's, you know, the Marion Locals and stuff like Cold Waters and that were pretty darn good. But, you know, in my head coaching career, 
definitely, definitely this was this one and Patrick Henry were were definitely the two best teams that I coached against. Gotcha. So yeah, the game goes on, uh, and the Raiders drop their final game of the season, uh, forty-four to sixteen. Uh, finished with a thirteen and two record. And Colby, I know you guys are probably upset, but looking back on it now, uh, finishing thirteen and two, state runner-up, just storybook ending for your your senior year for you and your classmates. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I don't think there was any way that. We definitely we lost, but I don't think we would have asked for any other. I mean, every time we go back to Wayne Trace now, there's a picture of us up there. Sure. Um, I mean, names on the walls from that year. But I also don't, I mean, not saying I hope younger kids at Wayne Trace community keep on doing football, but I don't know if there'll ever be a team get back to where we went, which is pretty cool to say. I'm going to suck to say, but I think it could be. I mean, it's it was once in what, 05 and us over the best two teams and I don't know if there'll be another class like that. Now, like baseball and basketball seems on the up, but football is kind of kind of down right now. So hopefully it comes back up and we get to the playoffs and hopefully get back there one day. But for me, that's a life. I mean, I'll think about that state football run the rest of my life. So, Coach, how about you? Yeah, it's like I like I said before, before when we got started, uh, there's not a day that doesn't go by that I don't think about that year. Uh, people still ask me about that year. People around here, over at Willard now, that still ask me about it and and, and talk to me about it. It's just, it was just an incredible year, and you know that having that picture up there that was a big goal for us. You know, getting that picture up on the wall. Um, you know, I always I always said, you know, um, I, I always told my kids this. You know, do something that says that you were there before you leave, and those guys that year did that. They put that picture up on the wall. Uh, they got their names hanging all over the place. And, and, you know, you know, Colby and um, Colby's got his division six, you know, player of the year banner up on that wall over there. Um, Corbin, you know, Corbin, um, I think Tyler Showwater got one the year next year, you know, yep. that, that's doing something that, you know, it says, you know, you were here, you did something special and, and, you know, that's something to be proud of. And, and I'll never, ever forget those guys. Uh, this, uh, I'm sitting here right now. I'm, I'm looking at my, my uh, state runner up medal and I've got a picture with those seniors that year. And, you know, um, unfortunately we lost D, yep. you know, uh, that was a, that was a tough funeral to go to. And, and, and Pepe, remember Pepe? Yeah. Oh yeah. I still, <laughs> Pepe and me talk every now and then. Do you? Yeah, Tell him so, I said hi, man. Was, I will. It was a I know good guy. He stays connected to Wardo and Winslick a lot, and I know they've visited some. So, hell yeah. And then we still talk to Max, too. So we, we keep up with those guys. Good, good. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I miss them. You know, this, 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 those are guys that you're just never going to forget. I got to see uh, I got to see Aaron Stoller and 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 uh, Wenslick last year, uh, the uh, football team. They're coaching for the Wayne Trace team now, and – Along with Austin, Austin Spees, yep. always brother, and and they they made the playoffs and they were going over to Ashland Crestview, which isn't too far from here, and and I offered for them to stop by here and you know get off the bus and take a break on our field and do a little walkthrough and use the bathroom and stuff, and I got to see those guys and and talk to them and that was just great seeing them again and and knowing that you know those guys played for me and now they're they're carrying on the tradition and they all walked out the kids all walked out 
of the walked off the bus and they had t-shirts on and on the back of the t-shirts it said deserto yeah and that was our that was our slogan in the playoffs that year it was a it was i was watching a a football game and there i think it was navy was playing and navy was using that as a slogan and it's uh it's a latin term for finish the fight and so we use that for for the playoffs and and we put on the back of our playoff t-shirts and when those kids walked off you know almost 10 years later and and they got that on the back of the shirts that that sent chills down my spine because it was like that was one of those things where you know i i did something to to inspire a group that you know i didn't even know those kids and so mm-hmm. it felt really good it just it, it was kind of a a check to us you know here we are you know we, we talked about this in the in the preseason and in the and during the season and you know let's go finish this thing let's go do what we 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 set out to do at the beginning of the year and just let's go finish this thing off and you know fight to the end. Gotcha, Colby. You got anything? No, not really. Uh, I'm just going to tell Coach good luck this year. I'm actually hoping to get up there sometime. That'd be um, great. Too. You guys have a nice little facility out there, don't you? We do. It's a very nice facility. We got a field turf field and you know great looking stadium and the 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 school has not spared anything you know uh facilities wise they they do a great job and and they've really welcomed our family in here at willard and and uh they've been great to work with and the kids are are really starting to buy in and you know we're doing all the same things all the spread stuff and and i've used the deserto with them too and and (laughs) they 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 love the the idea behind it and um you know it's a program that's struggled for the last 20 years i mean it's it's been 99 since they made a a legitimate playoff appearance i say legitimate because they made the playoffs in 2020 like everybody did yeah but uh they were 0 and 11 that year and that was i took over the next year after that and and things are starting to look up you know we're we're gonna hopefully make a make a playoff run here we got a lot of good good athletes coming back yeah, coach, this good. is your third year, right? Third season? Third season, yep. Okay. So the first year was one and nine, I believe, won your last game of the year. Yep, won the last game of the year against Vermillion. Okay. Then last year you were five hundred, I believe. Yep, went five and five and set all kinds of offensive yeah. records. I think so you scored some points last year. What's that? Scored a lot of points last year early, right? Yeah, yeah, early. And then we our league was just Good God, it was tough. You know the you know, Edison and Huron and you know yep. Oak Harbor. There was some some really tough teams in our league. We we actually moved out of that league and we're moved moved down into a smaller league this year. So we're uh, we're hoping we're going to be even more competitive. You know, make hopefully make a playoff run. Good deal. Gotcha, Coach. I got a couple more questions for you. It's kind of a two parter. I hope I'm not keeping okay. you long. No, you're fine. Okay. 2005, number one, who was better, the 05 team or this, the 13 <laughs> Number Number two would be uh, how did they kind of inspire the whole program, you think, in your mind, and kind of get things going in the right direction? Can I take the politically correct way and say I love all my players? <laughs> yeah, no, we would beat their ass. You know it. <laughs> you can, but um, – that that 2013 team, like I said, they had there was an athlete at every position. 
you know, that was just incredible. 2005 team was also an absolutely incredible team. You know, Lance Sin back there at running back was just a, an absolute load. And we had, you know, our our split quarterbacks. He had the running quarterback, Nate Davis, and they had the passing quarterback, Riley Linder. Uh-huh. They were they, – we had an incredible group of linebackers that year um, in, in Lance Sin and Seth Litzenberg and um, – um, I want to see them guard Kerber and Showalter, yeah. though. Yeah, I. They, you're right. They, they, it was it was tough to it's tough to uh, match up against that those five receivers yeah. that we put out there, and you know I think another thing going into that as well was the coaching. You know, I was still a young coach in 2005. You know, I'd only been a head coach for uh, it was my fourth year. Mm-hmm. You know, by 2013, I learned a lot. Learned a lot. Yeah. You know, how to not just play wise and, you know, but, you know, planning wise and how to treat people. And, and, you know, I, I learned the game a lot more. So, you know, I think, and, and then that, that goes along with my coaching staff as well. Cause we had all been together for so long at that point that, you know, um, 2013, we were much more experienced. And when we you put that experience with just the incredible group of athletes that we had, that was, that was definitely an outstanding team. The one team you got to talk about, though, also besides the 2005 team is the 2012 team. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. they were – they were – that was just run of the luck because they, they were also pretty incredible themselves. Right. We, we should have made the playoffs and made a run there. You, you go back to 2005. Um, I'll never forget in 2005, uh, we got to host the first playoff game. We played uh, uh, Gilmore Academy. Yep. And we we got out there to stretch, and usually when you get out there to stretch in pregame, there's hardly anybody in the stands. You know, it's yeah. it's empty, and we got out there, and the stadium was full, and we came out and got ready to stretch, and our fans stood up and just exploded in this clapping and 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 yelling and hollering for us. And I'm walking around looking at these guys, and and I remember seeing tears rolling down some people's guys guys' face um, because of the just the excitement that they were feeling. It was that was a great feeling, you know, to 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 bring Wayne Trace to its its first ever playoff appearance and, and to experience that the way we did. Yeah. So, what, so what was your second question then? Uh, I don't remember now. Who was better? You didn't really answer that. <laughs> that's okay though that's okay uh how did they impact that's that's where i was going how did they impact the the teams going forward um the 2000 of... the 2005 group you know was the first first playoff team and and you know that all of a sudden that gave a, a goal to everybody yeah. you know we were still a small school team and you still had to kind of you know rely on whether or not you had a couple good classes back to back with each other, whether or not we we're going to make the playoffs and stuff like that. But it, it was a, a goal that was now put in your mind that you could actually do it and you could actually win the league and, and go on to the playoffs. And then, you know, when you get to the 2013 team and, and you have that, that class, that, that senior class and the junior class was just there. When you put those two together, it was just lightning in a bottle, man. They, those, that was just incredible. I mean, you can talk about that senior class, that junior class as well. I mean, Tyler Showalter, Chucky Chastain, Riley Moore, Jake Dingus, Jake Aaron. You know, the, there was just some just incredible athletes 
um, not too many to name, you know, yeah. and, and they just, uh, they really brought just a, an incredible feeling, um, to the community and, and to the school and, um, you know, I, I I'm glad I'm here at Willard now and I, I really enjoy it. Um, they, they treat me really good here and, and I, it's a good thing, but I'm going to be real honest with you. Biggest mistake I ever made in my life was deciding to leave Wayne Trace. That was, that was a big mistake. And I, I, I wish, I wish sometimes I could hit the rewind button and then just wake up in my bed back in Payne, Ohio and, and, yeah. and be back in that, that community again and be back at a school and, and, and working with those kids again. Cause you know, what, what we did that, those, those years there was just uh, an incredible feeling and, and, um, miss a lot of those people sometimes. Yeah. Kobe, yeah. do you remember a whole lot? Uh, about I, the O five team you were probably about I was, right. Yeah. I was going to say, I mean, even like there's interviews my senior year where I would talk about the O five team. So yeah, that's just something that, I mean, I'm sure if they went on a playoff run now, they talk about the 13 team when they remembered it. But I mean, it definitely set the standard. I mean, we all, like me, Jay Gerber, when we were kids, we'd play in the background, think we're the 05 team going to win a playoff game. So, <laughs> I mean, it, it just rolls it down the hill. I mean, kids watch in a community like that. Your parents are going to take you to the game if you're good, then they're going to want to be you. So, sure. Yeah, that, that's something I think I, I've talked to you guys about was, you know, little eyes are watching you. You know, you're their you're their NFL players. Yep. You know, there there was kids that there's kids that are playing now that that remember Colby Spee throwing those touchdown passes and, and they wanted to be like you then. And you know, you don't realize that as a 16, 17, 18 year old that there's there's little kids that are admiring you like that. And yeah. sometimes you gotta be reminded. Yeah, I definitely I kinda got reminded of it in the playoffs that year because I mean just pictures. People wanted pictures and every little kid that you saw that was a Wayne Trace little kid. It wasn't Mead, Winslake, Showalt. I mean, all of us got pictures, and it was like, "Oh, these little kids watch." Yep. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> we leaving anything out, guys? Anything else you want to talk about? I, I remember. I gotta give my my best Brett Beckman memory. <laughs> Is that Crestview? It was at Crestview. <laughs> Why Brett Beckman. Always, why does this always have to come up? <laughs> we're we're putting the ball at Crestview, and Brett Beckman is our long snapper, and he's tearing down the field after the after the <laughs> ball. And I don't remember who the guy was that hit you. I'm sure you remember. Gibson. Hopefully you remember. Hopefully I didn't, you don't have some brain damage from that thing. But that guy, he hit you so hard that your helmet exploded off of your head. And I remember seeing those pads just come flying out of the the helmet and just scattered everywhere. Oh my God! Yeah, yeah. So Jordan, like Justin Gibson, Jordan, 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 yep. Jordan Gibson. Yep, he was a senior. I was a junior. My my helmet exploded, and I think I blacked out for a quick second. And when I kind of, <laughs> I remember when I kind of came to, I was like, "Oh my God!" Because my head was just floating around in this helmet, and I thought <laughs> I really thought like a piece of my head fell off. <laughs> I, I can't explain it to you. It was the weirdest feeling in the world, but yeah. That's not my proudest moment, but uh, it seemed like everything bad that ever happened to me was on when, when, when we were punting the ball. <laughs> so I remember my very last game, Colby, we were playing Holgate, and I, I'd hurt my knee like week six against Sonora, mm-hmm. and I had this knee brace on, and we were, it was raining, and I think we only won like 20 to six. It was ugly. 
ugly game, raining sideways at our place. Yeah. And we snapped the ball, and I'm running down the field, and it was like slow motion. I could see this kid, like, look me in the eye, and then he, like, looks down at my knee. And I couldn't even stop it, and I thought, this dude's going right for my knee. And he slides in, and he drills me. And I, I, I never jumped up so quick in my life, but I hit the ground, I jumped back up, and I'm swinging. <laughs> and, Coach, I don't know if you remember this, but <laughs> I'm swinging. Uh, of course, he's got a helmet on, which is stupid on my part. But I, but I land a couple of these punches, and I see flags just come flying. Yeah. We get separated, and the, the officials got together, and they said, you know, number 69 is done for Wayne Trace, and this kid's done. And coach, I remember coach yelling, my guy didn't throw a punch. My guy didn't throw a punch. And I'm thinking, yeah, man, he did. He, man he's really got my back because I threw about four or five. <laughs> I always go to bat for you guys. <laughs> so I ended up staying in the game, but I think the other kid had to leave the game. But so I owe coach my life there because I got to stay in and play the last <laughs> six minutes of the my final game. So. Yeah, that was. It was always on a punt, man. I'm telling you. Yep. <laughs> what you get for being good at long snapping? Uh, wasn't that good. <laughs> so, all right. Anything else we got, guys? No. This was, was great. great. This, this yeah, was great reminisce. Yeah, this is great. Yeah. To bring back memories and and reminiscing about this. And you know, I I I always said that you know that there's only one guy I trust calling my offense and that's Colby he yeah. tried to get me at Willard yep I, I'll go over and call the defense you want to come on up <laughs> long drive yeah <laughs> well coach no, I do want to say this the, the you know this was really fun the mark you left at Wayne Trace was absolutely incredible um people could say what they want I've heard People say a couple different things, you know, people either loved you or they, they didn't like you very much, you know, and I've always went to bat for you. I know the guys that play for you. I've always went to bat for you. And uh, what you did for us and our, our program here will just never be forgotten, I don't think. And yep. I, I think Colby can speak to that as well. And all your assistant coaches, the guys we had were just incredible. Well, I greatly appreciate that, you know, it's a it's a tough job being a head football coach. People love you or hate you, and yeah, you just got to understand that and 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 kind of you know roll with the punches with things and and you know I I love I love all of my kids that I that have played for me. I'm I'm glad to see these guys turn into into great young men and and you know I miss all of them and unfortunately you know we we've, we've lost a couple of the last few years and mm-hmm. and. You know, it's those have been tough funerals to go back to, and um, I'm always going to be a Raider. You know, I'm always going to bleed red, white, and blue. It, it was, uh, it was a great place to be. I, like I said before, I wish I would have never left, and and uh, you know, great memories, great memories, yep. and it it was, it was definitely home. You know, that was, you know, I've been a lot of places in my life at this point, and. You know, I I can honestly say that you know if I want to call a place home, it's it's going to be Wayne Trace in Payne, Ohio. That's awesome. Colby, yeah. got anything? No, it's just great great to reminisce and actually talk about it when people actually want me to talk about it and not like, <laughs> just bring it up. So, uh, no, that's awesome. It's great to talk to you. Great to talk to you too, Coach. Um, 
definitely want to make it up this year to Willard game because swinging around a little bit. So, yep. Ten years, guys. Can't believe it's been ten years. Crazy. Yeah, I can't believe it either. <laughs> hey, Coach, best luck to you and and Jordan at Tiffin. Right, he's heading into his senior year. Yeah, Jordan's yeah. going into his senior year. He's, and AJ, uh, AJ starting his freshman year. AJ starting his freshman year. He's probably going to play some varsity for me. He's a uh, he's cool. turned into a heck of an athlete. Um, he's must get that from his mom. Absolutely. Yep, definitely got that from his mom. <laughs> his mom was a good athlete. His mom was a heck of a basketball player in track. I've heard she, that. I've heard yeah. that. She was she was a heck of an athlete. Um, <laughs> Jordan's following in dad's footsteps. He's going to be a he's finishing his degree in education and wants to be a football coach. And he's awesome. helped me out quite a bit here in the summers every year. And and hopefully I can get him a teaching job here at Willard and get him all my coaching staff next year. That'd be oh, yeah. that'd be really cool. So, awesome. Well, hey, thanks, guys. I don't want to keep you too much longer, but, heck, we've been going on about two hours now. So. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't even feel like it. No. About time for supper. <laughs> you can call me make it right now. Want. You can call me anything you want. Just don't call me late for supper. That's right. <laughs> I, I appreciate it again. Thanks a lot, guys. All right. Yep. It was great talking to you. Love you guys. Yep. Good luck with everything. Love you, Love too. Thank you. you. Yep. See you, Coach. See you back. Bye. Here. You have listened to another episode of Across the Field. Peace out.